and welcome to the Towson Men's Ultimate Pandemonium Podcast, Not Just a Club. This is episode, oh geez, I didn't even search for that episode. I think it's nine. I want to say it's our ninth episode. And uh, as always, we have our beautiful hosts, um, Elias Warren Moore and myself. He, <laughs> he looks at me like it's not true. But uh, Eli, if you want to introduce our beautiful and wonderful guests as well. Okay, so for our first guest, uh, Long legs, long arms, call him Mr. Sky, your girl, the Slim Reaper himself, Jeff Hawk. And not even nope. a tree, <laughs> not even Paul Bunyan could chop down this tree. Mr. Huck and Set himself, Joe DePaula. Thank you. Beautiful. That was corny as hell. Um, and then, uh, Eli, do you want to give our sponsors? Do we have a sponsor for this episode? Oh, we actually do have a sponsor for this episode. Uh, so if you live in the Baltimore area and you're like, man, I wish the food I was eating better was better. I wish the places I was going out to was better. I wish I was hanging out at cooler places. You need to follow Kanye's Instagram. Oh, at Kanye Sewer. I said Kanye for a second. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what Kanye has to do with Baltimore, but yeah. X, X sent me money. So this is an official sponsorship. Oh, if you do not man. follow her Instagram, Dang. I will come and find you. I will find out where you live. I will give you address to Xi Jinping. And I will make sure that some kid in Cambodia has your social security number. Uh, she so she can't even get your Trump bucks. Um, she mentioned on Twitter that she wants to be a feature in the future, possibly. Dude, of course, of course. But uh, let's let's not get into future guests. Let's get into what we have right now. Uh, we have uh, Jeff Hawk and Joe DePaula, aka Tree. Uh, would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Kind of give background for our listeners or watchers. You want to go first, Jeff, or me? Sure. Um, I'm Towson men's A-team assistant coach. I've uh, been playing for five years now. Um, started with Towson and came right back. Also played club. We Okay, tight. Uh, I'm Joe. I actually was Joe at one point. That's why I started when I first uh, never touched a disc before I got to Towson. Uh, ended up playing on Medicine Men for most of my club career, RIP. Um, actually, not RIP. Sorry, take that back. Still played this 20th season, so we'll see what happens next year. Uh, played a brief moment for Swell and now currently dipping my toes into the mix thing, hopefully, uh, with Fleet this year, which is captained by Jeff which he reluctantly did not mention. <laughs> I don't know how in-depth to go with these inter or introductions here. 
Scooby and Bud. Go Fleet. Go Fleet. If we have a club season at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but all right. So uh, one of the things uh, that's interesting about this podcast is first, it's a late night edition. If you can't tell out of the back of Jeff's head, it's dark outside. Uh, we had to push it back a little bit, but it is a late night edition. So it's Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day. Well, it's it Mother's was Day. Mother's Day. So uh, hope all your mothers. Spend time with the mothers. Amen. Um, and then uh, the other thing is, this is the one podcast where we're gonna bring in people, and they're gonna ask a question. And so far tonight, because it's so late, we only have two. But uh, it's a new idea we're gonna try out. So we're gonna bring in people, and they're gonna ask a question, and then we'll get a live answer uh, from our two wonderful guests. Um, and so starting that off, I'm actually gonna check if they're available right now. I'm gonna probably get them going right now but uh let's see all right so our first guest is going to be logan call uh he was on our earlier podcast um he he also is probably skied both of these people um so <laughs> but now he has a torn acl so he hasn't skied you guys yet yeah he but, got um, me when i had my ankle so yeah so now it's even now you can sky him back and uh and we'll get him in i think he's ready let's see watch us admit him and then he's like i was there when it happened it was tough he's grinding his way back i don't know if he'd be following his snapchats he'd be doing the late night workouts as well he's probably gonna be all sweaty oh there he is (laughs) did we catch him off guard he's probably working out it's 12 30 this is prime workout time for him it's true hey it is workout time He wasn't even ready. Grind season. All right, Logan, uh, it is your time to shine. We want you to uh, ask your question. And yeah, I'll just hold it and sit down. All right, hold on. I'm going to sit down on the couch. All right. So my question for uh, the bad the bad coaching guys out there, the bad boys on the cast, um, what is one thing – that was like, what's probably one of the hardest things to do as a coach, like that's different from like being a player on a team. Uh, for me, it's the warm up on like Saturdays and Sundays, because I understand how important it is to get a good warm up, and I also like you know to get everybody moving and get everybody in that right mindset. But I also understand how everybody's mind works differently and everybody needs different things like everybody warms up a little differently you know and so trying to read the group and read everybody because I when I play I'm certainly one of those people that like doesn't necessarily do everything with the warm-up right on time like I might do some of my own stretches I might do some of my own things like you know might need a little couple minutes after we get done to do some more stretching or work before I jump into four lines or whatever it is but you know, so reading the group that way is tough because I know some people need to do whatever they need to do, but at the end of the day, it's my and Jeff's responsibility to get us ready for when the first pool goes up. So, very good answer. That's why he's our coach. All right, <laughs> all right, Jeff. What about you? Um, I'd say the hardest thing would, like, between going from a player to a coach, would be managing expectations my own personal expectations um, when it comes to uh, what we want the team to accomplish or 
what the focus is or um, anything along those lines. You know, it's very easy to, um, in a club setting, you know, everybody's here, everybody's going out of their way to do this and, and um, has decided to continue playing like after college and everything and commit a little bit more. Um, and, you know, so you get a certain type of attitude there. Then moving to college, you know, you have a vastly more different like array of personalities of people with different expectations, different commitment levels. And, you know, you try to generally categorize those two like between like A and B teams, but even sometimes that doesn't really work. So, you know, coming into it uh, at the beginning of the season, checking in constantly throughout the season, throughout fall, throughout spring, where people are at, where they want to be, you know, it's just, it's very tricky doing it as a coach. Another very good answer. All right, Logan, did that, did that satisfy your needs? Is that a... Yeah, I, I did, dude. I feel more satisfied than, other, than ever, but I do have another question if that's allowed. Ooh, we got a two-parter, of course. All right, what is your biggest pet peeve of a coach? It could be, like, worst thing to happen at practice, like something a, like a player does to annoy you the most, but, like, what's your biggest pet peeve as a coach? They're thinking about it because there's so many. They just want to narrow it down. I, think. I just want to pick the right one because I mean, some of them is like you can say something's a pet peeve, but it really is like it. It's like a, a normal occurrence, like it happens. So you don't want to like. But I guess a normal pet peeve of mine. It's just I hate when. I hate forgetting the floors, honestly. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> but that's a big pet peeve of mine. I do it all the time, though. So <laughs> I can understand it happens, but it's still like it's yeah. like truly unacceptable. That or being offsides. Mm -hmm. LJ. <laughs> Both things I'm guilty of. I'd say I'd say my biggest pet peeve would be um, as a coach trying to give direction advice whatever to somebody and them immediately rejecting it like without even giving it a thought just being like no no no, no I was doing this I was right you know like hey man I'm your coach for a reason <laughs> Let's have a chat about this first, you know. Why God called me out like back. Honestly, people do it all the time, and I love that they do it, and I really do. Um, but one of my biggest pet peeves of mine is like when we're in the middle of like a game or a scrimmage or whatever it is, and I'm clearly trying to watch like everybody and focus on what everybody's doing at the same time, and like, you know, God forbid things are breaking down and I'm trying to watch like where everything's breaking down and somebody comes up to me like right after it happened and I'm trying to talk to everybody and they come up to me and they're like, what can I do better? And I'm just like, hold, hold on. And I have to like stop and back up like and try to piece together like where they were and what happened. And half the time I end up just telling them like the whole thing broke down. Like it's not your fault. Like Everything yeah. broke down because of A, B, and C, and I have to work where they were in the explanation. 
I think my coping mechanism for that is just tell me the situation again so I can try to think about it. And even if I can't like visualize it anymore, I'm still just like, uh, okay, generally you should do this, but even then it doesn't work. Like I get half the time I get like someone looking at me like that sounds completely fucked. They might not have played playing or that like, God forbid somebody reads the playbook that goes out or whatever it is or something like that. Or, whoa, 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 whoa. God forbid. So you're trying to tell somebody about like what they're doing as like a wing or something and you're trying to tell them their responsibilities and they're like, have, look at you like you have three heads and you're yeah. like. They tell you they were playing deep, deep that point. Like, why were you asking about what to do as a wing? It's just to so you. <laughs> whoa, Tree, first, first, first you're asking us to hold a force and now you want us to learn a playbook? It's, it's I, I I know we always talk about it. Jeff coined this phrase and I love it. The 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 final for this class is cumulative, you know. And we can't afford to necessarily yeah. spend all week on all year on chapter one. And unlike Zoom University, we can't Quizlet the answers. So uh, <laughs> yeah, no check on this one. <laughs> no check. All right, Logan. Thank you for uh, making an appearance. For sure. Uh, for sure. We'll see you in about two weeks and then three weeks after that for uh, two more podcasts. So, uh, awesome. All right. Thanks, Logan. All right. Bye. I'll I'll back to strengthening. Oh, okay. Kicked him a little. <laughs> He's strengthening. <laughs> All right. And then uh, let me admit the next one. Now we have uh, Spencer Heron, aka Stretch, on the team, and he's coming in to ask a question. We're accidentally called Stretch. Hey. There he is. Oh, he's getting his audio connected. Yep. There we go. There we go. Hey, Stretch. Hey. All right, go ahead and ask your question. Ask away. Okay. So, obviously, you guys know uh, I am extremely tall. So, uh, I kind of have a two-part question of Jeff, from your experience, what's it like to be tall? And then Tree, I'm curious what it's like to be short. All right, you rest first, Jeff. All right. <laughs> All right, so my experience of being tall is if you sky somebody and you're tall, they say, oh, he's so tall. But if you get skied, it's, but you're so tall. <laughs> it's a double-edged sword. Yep. <laughs> but it's definitely an advantage. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm never going to complain about it. I'm just saying that. <laughs> but that being said, as a sh being short, you understand that there are certain advantages that you have, like, I can, I can like, if Jeff's marking me, I can throw it like right by his hip or in close by, like I can throw it in such a tighter space than he can because he's so long and gangly. He's so long and like he can't. <laughs> but that being said, it's going to be impossible for me to throw around him or around him really. It's really tough. I can't really be doing that, but, and that being, but you know, other than that, you got to just play your cards. But when you're short, especially when the disc goes up in the air, Kind of like just playing with house money, like you know. Yeah. If you come down with it, it's like heck yeah. But if you don't, it's like you're hooking to a short guy. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, though, it might be easier to cover you deep, but then like covering a shorter, quicker square. Because last year, and he was—he's like their short handler. He's—I think he wears like the the soccer helmet. It's like Jimmy. His name is Jimmy. 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 Man, he is fast as freaking hell, man. He is like. He, he kept beating me up line. I think you were yelling at me, Trey. You're like, you just gotta get in front of him. And like, I would, and then he would just run around me. I was like, pretty like, good. He, I, he made it pretty far and pretty fast. I know he plays for Citywide, at least out for club for what I saw. I don't know if he plays anywhere else. But yeah, but uh, got out Citywide and that whole Philly program. They do a great job up there. 
Oh yeah. Um, um right. Vendetta up there coaching citywide. What's up? <laughs> Old Men Man alumni. Shout out. Shout out. All right. Thank you, Stretch, for appearing. Shout out Stretch too, calling in. <laughs> All right. That's perfect. All right. So those were um our guests for the episode. Sadly it's a little late, but uh in the future we'll hopefully have more guests. Yeah. Um, but it's all good. All right, so now um, what we can do is, Eli, do you want to go to questions we have for them? And then I can go into questions that people asked that they didn't, they couldn't appear on. So Sure, uh, that sounds great. Okay. You're welcome to start this off. Um, so personally, I had a question about uh, how you guys felt about the team this year. Just kind of like the path that we kind of took was very odd how at the end of fall, like, or towards the end of fall, we really thought we were coming together as a team. And then of course some injuries happen and we lose some guys due to just like leaving Towson, i.e. Joseph and then Logan having his injury. I just wanted to see like what your, your like mindset was going through that and then trying to work our team back to square one, having like, limited bodies kind of I can jump on that first cool all right so like I only have the two years coaching experience um so naturally I'm going to compare this year to the last year or the year before and um it was it was very different you know at the end of the fall this most recent fall you know we have uh I guess one of our captains Tara's ACL. We have people saying, Hey, I'm not coming back for spring and also forever and things like that. And then at the beginning of this semester, you know, we have historically low numbers showing up, you know, and um, the attitude felt very different. And as a coach, it's just kind of call back to the managing and adjusting expectations answer that I had earlier. It's, it's it's difficult to know and check in with the captains and be like, how are we going to adjust? What do we still want to try to achieve? What do we want to set our goals to be? And obviously our goals year in and year out, one of them is to make regionals. You set your goals high, you shoot for them. If you miss them, that's the point of goals, you know, but sometimes, you know, you, you gotta be, you gotta adjust and you gotta, you know, say, okay, here's a, another goal we could set or whatever. And this year it just, it just felt like, damn, we're, we're a couple points down. It's halftime. You know, like we gotta, we gotta pull something. We gotta like get to the grindstone and start just working because we got an uphill battle ahead of us. And that is a little, I might be looking at the, my first year of coaching a little bit unfairly since we ended the year on such a high note like like it's difficult to compare the years but this year did feel like okay we have a little bit more of a battle how do we want to approach it and what is everybody willing to do and willing to put in to to get to where we want to be It, I try. It's tough for me because I really like. I don't want to think about how this year could have gone because I truly have no idea. It could have gone absolutely either way. Because like last year, as we've kind of touched on, like we just peaked like right at the right time. 
Like we had kind of had moments in a lot of games where we lost or whatever. And then we just came into Saturday, that Saturday, and we were just firing. And it was great. And we were just rolling and we were riding out and we just peaked right at the right time. So we had a bunch of hiccups this year that we made like, you know, more than just, you know, a guy getting hurt and, you know, one guy leaving at the end of spring. Like we had a couple more hiccups along the way, but, you know, somehow we did the same thing. Like I can't help but think that we were kind of on a similar path two years ago. So this year, like, why wouldn't, you know, why not? Like we could have. You know, we still had some of that same good core left. So I don't, but I don't, you know, we could have very easily also just gone into sectionals and just pooped ourselves. And we could, like, you know, you never, so I don't, I don't really, really want to try to get too hung up on it because I just, I'll drive myself crazy trying to think about it. You could spin it either way. Yep. Yeah. But. I mean, I think this year is like we got a pass. Like mm-hmm. we, we weren't, we weren't, we didn't find our groove this year. I like, as a player and seeing other players too, like we have the talent. I feel like we always have a, a really good amount of talent, but we have to like get a groove. Like you can have individual talent, but if it doesn't work together, especially we with- got to get reps together in chemistry. Exactly. And we had a very volatile roster. <laughs> jumping, back, and jumping back to what, that kind of touches on what Jeff said earlier in his little speech talking about like talking to the captains and stuff. We touched on it earlier in a podcast, or you guys touched on it earlier in an earlier podcast. Oh, and he muted. Wait, hold on. Like very dry. Wait, what? Which I enjoy. I enjoy that humor, and I can get a lot from that. And you know, I have, I don't mind. But like sometimes you try to ask him, and Kevin too. Just you know, can't you know? I don't know if anybody out here, but shout out Kevin Callahan, twenty twenty. Kevin Versty, twenty twenty. Best elite player you've never seen, but you probably have seen him without realizing it because God's been everywhere. So vote for Kevin. Vote for Kevin. But. Anyway, talking to them sometimes it's really tough to get, <laughs> like, whatever. Unless sometimes Kevin's in a tournament and he's really good. Like, Kevin can is really good at giving his perspective as to what he sees, like, on the field in tournament style. But, but they, are, they are both very even-keel personalities. So it's like when you're someone who gets ramped up so easily, you know, it's like, come on, is anybody else, like, not excited right now? Like, <laughs> both very chill. Very chill. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess that kind of leads into one of the questions I had for you guys. Um, so one of the things um, I was thinking of is Sorry, funny- let me cover this natural life's not sponsoring this for you guys. <laughs> yeah, just for just for viewers and or sports club, our coaches are definitely over twenty one. They are adults. They can do what they please. Um, one of the questions I had for you guys is, what is something you wish? Uh, us as players or any Towson people that try out or just even on average come to the team, um, what do you think they should work on more outside of a practice? Because we, we typically at practice, we'll do, we'll do drills and we'll work on throwing things and then we'll run scrimmage and practice and get those reps. But you don't perfect your game that way. We're, you never like really grow as a player. So what is something we should work on more outside of practice? Bring, you should work on throwing and catching. Mm-hmm. number one throwing and catching that's like you can have a disc in your bag and throw and catch it would like all the time when I was in school I like I had never like I said I had never picked up a disc before I got to school and if you just throw and catch like and when you throw and catch you like do it like kind of like to get better you don't just you know you got to have a purpose to what you're doing so throwing and catching 
because nothing's worse than trying to do drills and explain things and people can't do the simple throws and catches, which goes to the next thing, like focus on that stuff, like focus on the little things and what you can control. And even when we're doing just like a drill in the first like couple minutes of practice, like when we're doing those first couple drills for the first like half hour, 45 minutes, when we're doing like the dump gauntlet or the five on five or whatever it is, all that little kind of meaningless stuff where you don't, but like those are supposed to be focus reps where you do get better and you do either mess it up and you realize, okay, this is what I have to work on. And then you work this when you're throwing and catching, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't like focus on what you can control. Like those are things that you can do is like, just try and then just throw and catch outside of practice, be comfortable with the Frisbee. Cause that's the number one thing that stands out in terms of like the elite teams and the pretty good teams or the average teams is that, everybody can dump and throw the disc and they don't drop it all the time, you know, and they can throw it to space and they can throw it and catch it. You know, that's the stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Catches and throws. And I say, I would say something that we as a team could do better um, would be outreach outside of practice. You know, like I'm somebody who plays ultimate now because I had a friend who wanted to play ultimate. I went to Towson with him. He convinced me to come to a couple of practices. I did. And now I've been playing for five years. I'm coaching the damn team with tree, <laughs> you know, and like, captain a club like team. <laughs> yep. And, and I captain, a, I've started two different club teams in the Baltimore area. Like, like I never would have thought I would have been here. You know, you met your beautiful girlfriend playing ultimate shout out Kara. Also. Yes. <laughs> She got many shout outs last week. Yeah. I just listened to, didn't listen to the last podcast. Kara's like low key, everybody's favorite coach. Very true. Very true. I'll listen to that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, that's true. I know Eli has a story with that too. Like uh, his roommate and floor members brought him to uh, a practice. And... That's exactly how I found out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One dude was walking out of, our, out of our dorm and shouting Res Tower. Shout out Res Tower. Uh, was like we were, he had cleats in his hand. We were like, "Hey, where are you going?" He was like, "I'm going to ultimate practice." And he was like, "You guys should come next week." And then showed up, and boom, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. I also think it's not it's, easy. We it's, just got to do that all throughout the year. You know what I mean? Not even just like when we have these certain events. It's it's got to be constantly. Like we got to keep pulling people. And that As, sorry. No, no, man, keep going. Let's say, like, I think one of one of our disadvantages compared to like a couple other schools in in teams in our section, at least, is the talent pool, like the size of the talent pool, you know, and and something we could do to kind of try to mitigate the differences there would be we're constantly telling everybody about it, you know, like I'm sure that they don't have to work as hard at outreaching because they probably have five ten thousand more people showing up to their recruitment events like for this for school-wide stuff you know and we don't have that so like you know making a good name for ourselves in the community reaching out to people talking to like anybody and everybody who's random like who we randomly run into like on campus or something you know yeah it's tough for me to sit here and say that we have a like a bigger talent pool i guess as a student body than most of the other schools in our section besides Maryland, you know, that's, I, I mean, think honestly, we, I think we would, ideal, like, I don't know what the enrollment is at Georgetown, 
but I feel like the enroll. What is Towson like? Twenty six. Uh, it's like yeah, it's like twenty six thousand. But but like half of them are also commuters, which is like another tough thing. Is on campus. A commuter is technically someone that lives off campus. You're a commuter. Yeah, so anyone who lives on campus. So, so like we, like Jeff and I, and uh, I was a commuter since my second, since my sophomore year. So that part doesn't necessarily make or break it. But you know, that being said, like whatever, I feel like we're on par with most of the schools. Like we, you know, there's some athletes in the DMB. We excel in other sports. Like we got, we got our, we got our chair. We got to find them. Oh no, I it's we. I always think about this. It's like if we just got like a little bit of talent from like everyone at Towson we could easily be on par with Maryland with like UNC like we have the people we're not like we're not some rural town in like West Virginia where even still the people we have now are good enough to compete they just got we just got to do it amen amen you know especially Kevin Versteeg for Callahan 2020 especially Kevin Versteeg for Callahan (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah that was that's that's good information Especially we've been trying with this recruitment stuff. So this podcast is like trying to like get people to see the other side of ultimate where it's not always just the sport. We also have fun. We also like interact with each other. That's the part that is like secondary in like, once you are in ultimate playing ultimate is like secondary. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, Yeah, man. I mean, most of the people I hang out with are people that I play ultimate with, you know what I mean? Like for the most part, when I see them, I'm just hanging out with them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, Eli, what do you got? Uh, so I wanted to know uh, from this year uh, what your, like, favorite memory was. Sorry to put you guys on the spot like this. No, I know it's, like, good. tough to, like, look back on them. That's what I'm saying. I'm just going to look back for a second. Maybe Dwayne's Sky, there were some good moments at that time. That was really fun. Yeah. I just say uh, some of the few points where we had chi. <laughs> oh my god! Like just like generally, like it's oh. it's interesting to see people coming from other sports that have such like wildly different ideas of competition, and then you know not being aware of what they're getting into with like the ultimate world, and then being like doing playing a game or playing a point or whatever, and then. You gotta be like, hey man, uh, let me tell you about this thing called Spirit of the Game real quick, and <laughs> you know, and then they'd be like, oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, you know, what I mean, or, or however they respond. Like, <laughs> it was like I think that was probably one of my favorite moments. That was iconic. It came immediately became iconic. <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, tough coaching that guy down. <laughs> yeah, some but, people got that fire, man. I mean, there were probably so there were so many moments throughout the year, whether it was like you know getting a break here or there, or somebody even just making a crazy play, but like. I th- yeah, Dwayne's catch is the one that's probably is the one that I can just think about that everybody recalls. Kevin's Callahan was great. His second one. The second one. Yeah. The second one. Yeah, it was. There's some good memories. We like to make memories. We might not win games, but we make memories in between. Dude, the funniest thing is I was watching the video and my brother. He's like, "Why are you like running around like an ape in the first Callahan? Because I'm just like swinging with my arms up. You're cupping it, dude." <laughs> I just remember somebody yelling on the side, like, hands high. So I'm like, Every time. You run around like a wacky, wavy, inflatable arm flailing too, man. 
Have you guys been watching White Hat's playlist? Shout out White Hat, White Hat 94 on YouTube. He's got a Towson Pandemonium playlist, which also has some Hammer Time stuff on there. Yeah, yeah man. Also, yeah. shout out White also Hat. Also on Twitch. He's also on Twitch, White Hat 94. White Hat's on Twitch? Oh, yeah, dog. He be twitching all the time. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> he be wearing all, the mer- all his ultimate stuff, too. Honestly, White Hat. He owns like multiple world records for speedrun. Are you serious? Pull up his YouTube channel right now when you're real. I know you got two monitors. All right, this podcast is over. We're going to go watch White Hat. All right. Yeah, you do. <laughs> he knows. His basement is like the is like the ultimate bro cave. It's so great. Great follow on Twitter, too. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. awesome. He's like, he really helped. Start Not on Instagram, though. Not on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, some of his, uh, his like pandemonium games have been like, Getting me through quarantine, mm-hmm. making me really miss playing. Yeah. Not that I was on this team. Throughout the year, if you become his friend, where he if you Snapchat with him, he sends out songs where it's like a cover of the song, like in, t- in a like video game format, and you mm-hmm. get points back for how quickly you respond to it. So it's pretty dope. Great. White Hat is a awesome dude. He's a man. He's like I. First, he's one of the first guys I learned to play Ultimate with. Like, I, like the first time I started playing Ultimate was listening to his – like, I always had his boombox on the sideline every time. It was weird for me to play Ultimate without his boombox. And without, you know, where that's a legend. Top five, top five, top five at Towson. Yeah. I was, he was, like, one of the first people I heard about when I came to Towson. Like, like you hear about, like, the legends of Towson Pass, but, like, he was one of the first ones. He he just hearing the name White Hat and then seeing him, I didn't piece it together. It wasn't until Emily Chris was like said hi to White Hat and I was like, That's White Hat? I was like, Oh, okay. But uh he's a one of he the best really- teammates you'll ever have. Yeah. Absolutely. Shout out Fleet. Shout out my man. Shout out Fleet. Shout out White Hat. Shout out White Hat. All right. So I have okay, so now we're gonna go into a part of the podcast where we're gonna so we did appearances earlier. So we had Logan and Stretch, but then there were some people who also wanted to ask questions, who um, were not are not able to be on the podcast tonight. And so uh, I'm going to start this out. We have a question coming in from Danny Roll, and she uh, asked, "What is the story behind cheek kisses with Tree?" And I don't even know about this one. So oh, okay. To know about this. Um. No, nah, it's just something nice. Like, I just, you know, something respectful. You know, like I'm usually a guy, like, you know, very chivalrous. I don't know. It's only, you know, the fine ladies that get it. You know, whenever, I greet, whenever I greet a woman, you know, someone that I'm, I'm not going to, like, kiss, like, anybody that I, you know, necessarily cheek. Some people might find, like, you know. But if I, like, you're a friend, you know, say hi, what's up? That's, like, what my family does. Like, when I say goodbye to my sisters and my mom and everybody or, like, greet people, you know, Italian, give a little cheek kiss, whatever. Yeah. It's nice it's not like if like if somebody has a problem with it i'll glad like i'll gladly not do it but you know yeah and i just i just want to see you all love you know it's all it is it's all love yeah yeah same with my community like, about baby yeah my greek family is that with like hugs too we'll just hug everybody it's like yeah you know, like, like you just come in you hug them, and that's it like, yep. not all this all the cheeks cheek it, cheek it. oh yeah all right, so that was. A, I that guess was, it is a thing. Like, I guess people notice it, but it's obviously not. I hopefully it's not like a big negative thing. <laughs> I didn't. I never thought of it as one. I. I don't know. You don't, the, cheek, you don't get the cheek kisses, so. I mean, <laughs> I, people be giving them though. So. 
I got I got old I got old uh I got old Greek Greek grandmas just coming up to me sometimes, you know. They be getting the cheek kisses. Like if I met if I met your grandma, like I would probably give her the cheek kisses. She came to a tournament one time we had. See, but I'm not gonna like necessarily hug her at a tournament. That's not the right time. <laughs> just walk up to her. I mean, if I met her at that time, I would like take the time to be like nice or whatever. I would, I would make sure I wasn't like throwing my clipboard or something. Yeah. Now Tree just does the <laughs> ultimate switch up. Like he's yelling at us, and then all of a sudden he just stops, goes and gets Mike's grandma. And she gets. I had to do that. With my, I had to do that with like my when my grandma comes, or like my or like not that she's ever come. Like when my family comes. Yeah. My family's also notorious for leaving early. Like, if they know that it's not going well, they'll just dip. <laughs> like, they'll just dip without telling me, like, back when I was fortunate enough to play pro, like, a few years ago, or, like, a couple years before that, like, if it was, like, a bad game or they knew we were going to lose or whatever, like, they would just dip out before the end. They'd be like, we figured you wouldn't want to talk and we would just leave. <laughs> were they wrong, though? What I mean, no, because everybody's <laughs> seeing everybody after the game. There's always that meet and greet at the end, and I've got nobody to talk to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, oh, man. Oh. They were here, I swear. Shout <laughs> out my parents, though. I love them. I love them. It's Mother's Day. I love my mom. She bought me a hot dog before we went to the games because I was hungry. Love her. That's pretty lit. Mark Sanchez. Coming close. Mark Sanchez. <laughs> All right. No, we have another question coming in from Taryn. So Taryn asks, and I know the story, so Tree, you got to be careful with this. How did you get your name? Oh, I'm not telling that. <laughs> I guess we'll save that for a wall sit, I guess, for practice. So. I got it as a nickname from a <laughs> fun night out. Yeah. Right. There you go, Taryn. There's your answer. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have another question coming in from Wyatt. Um, and so this question is, uh, since you guys are adults and you do partake in adult beverages, what is uh, your favorite place to eat or food to consume when you are under the influence of adult beverages? Like when I was at Towson or just like now? In any time, I guess. What is your go-to? I don't I guess he's looking forward to the future. Curb. Curb. Lamb gyros, baby. Yeah, I used to language, really dude. mess with the hot dog cart when I was at Towson. Mm-hmm. I used to go yam on the hot dog cart all the time. Or shout out La Promesa, RIP. I don't know if you guys remember La Promesa, but they were awesome. And then nowadays, I don't know, uh, from where I live, I always do love some T-Bell, love me some checkers, and uh, some good old-fashioned McDonald's. How do we feel about uh, on the border? <laughs> on the border, I don't even know. I mean, I'm fine. Big fam. I'm asking, been there for late asking, night. I thought they were asking like for like late night munchy food. That's what I thought. Like, they're like, yeah. what am I? What can you count on me to get? Like, he left it on open ended. <laughs> so, on the border, I guess counts. <laughs> they are. Good. Well, it's definitely not my favorite. If that was the that was the question. That was the question. Though. Yeah. I was just going for like a general crowdsourcing of an answer here. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just miss bacon. Oh, Yo, true that. Like, moment of silence for Batemans. But uh, the younger generation doesn't know this. I think the last year they were open was my freshman year. But like Monday nights, they have the wings half off. 
Yep. Or like just go there. bonus or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And you just go there and you crush like however many wings you can with your friends. Mm-hmm. And it's what, just like, you know. What is it now? It's part it's of the math pie. building. Yeah. You know. Yeah, is Python still around? No. No. They used to be uh, delivering they used to deliver cheesesteaks in thirties. That was what? the move late night. That was the move. You had to wait like well, you had to call them like early on because you they would take forever, but you order pies on when you get older. You get yeah, because probably everybody is jumping on that deal. Oh yeah. And they're you're saying they I don't think they're around anymore. If they are, they're not gonna be after this gets out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was uh that's those are good ones. I know when I first came to Towson too. Uh, we went, I went with a, some of the upperclassmen, I think it was Anthony, actually. Anthony, we were walking by and we passed the math building now, but what was Bateman's? And we just like, literally for like a moment of silence, he just like looked there and he's like, rip Bateman's <laughs> and kept walking. Like it was, uh, it was a, no, it's like a, it's like a rite of passage. Like we had snowball there one year. <laughs> I, did, I heard about that. Oh man. Gotta go to one. Wait, did you just reserve the entirety of Bateman's, or was it oh, yes. like that, like private room? You know, when like you would walk in and then you turn to the left, and then it's like all the way yeah, in the back the and the left by the bathroom. Uh, the details are a little fuzzy for me that for that year. one. Uh, <laughs> um, probably we got some of Bateman's. Is what I remember being at the bar at one point, and I was also on that in that private room at one point and I was doing other things uh, I was distracted the old college days <laughs> I don't think I was there that year read the fifth alright well this might be a good one this might be a good question to go off of that so we have Chris Kim asking if you had to choose one person from the team to be your wingman who would it be and if you need a reference you're going after a girl who as as he quotes, is just as hot as Blake Lively. Who would be your wingman? So say you're, you're old baby. Uh, Logan Call, because I don't want my wingman to be more attractive than me. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> also, he talks me up all the time. So, I mean, like, I mean, it's mostly just to me, but, you know, I'll, I'll take that. Okay. Okay, Logan, that's a good one. Hmm. This tough one. First person that came to mind with me was LJ. Just because LJ's yeah, no. Destroyed for that. I know it's horrible. <laughs> we just end up taking the girl, but like uh, of course. But it just he's just I don't know. He's a fun wingman, I think. He'd be fun. I don't know. It might be my boy Eli. Eli, it might be you. Like honestly. Yeah. It might honestly be you. Eli is a is a good wingman, man. Dude, like, especially if he's like, if he's committed, if he's committed to like me getting with this wo- with this beautiful woman, like at Dude, one point she will be like, she'll be like, I'm not going home with you, but I will leave with you just so he stops. <laughs> <laughs> I like stop treat. You like, seem really nice. Too. You seem really nice, and I'm sure he means well. And I will leave with you, but I will not go home with you if he just stops. <laughs> Tree, I'm gonna throw myself in front of this car and you're gonna save me. <laughs> like, damn, that form was perfect. 
gosh. Forearms down first and everything. <laughs> Brace it with your hands. Yep. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. That was a, that was a good answer. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Last but not least, one of the questions we had was from Yanni, and he asked. He was so he wanted to appear tonight, but he did have work, so he couldn't. But um, I did too. That's why we're recording so early now. I guess technically early, early, late Mother's Day, early morning. Um, he wanted to ask, why did we reschedule so much? Why did we reschedule so much? Well, um. That's more, I guess, for me and Eli in a way, but... Yeah, this is this is actually my fault. We were supposed to record on uh, Saturday, but some things came up and uh, I had to finish certain assignments. So uh, that's my fault, Yanni. That's my fault. <laughs> yeah, and then also in the group chat... Schedules are tough. Yeah, it's, it was... Yeah, it was tough. But uh, in the group chats, we were messaging and I was like, all right, we're doing it tonight if you want to be on. And then I said, all right, maybe tomorrow. And then I said, all right, maybe Monday. And I said, wait, probably tonight. And so <laughs> a lot of shit been going on. But uh, yeah, Yanni, that's why. It's it's not them. It's us. Yeah, I kind of wake Jeff up. Yeah, I was asleep before this. For, for, the, for the 14 of you at home. <laughs> and the 15 who are going to watch this. How long have you been asleep? Well, like probably only like 30 minutes. I Go texted Kara and called Kara. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully she's not mad at me. She's not. Good. From what I quickly gathered. <laughs> hey, man. It worked. I had to do it. Gotta do what you gotta do. I figured she would forgive me. She's really nice. You need to get Kara on the podcast as a savior. I mean, she is apparently everybody's favorite. Like, yeah. her the and vote, I mean, the votes last week didn't do her justice. Like, she was being talked about definitely she was the topic she was like the tops of every conversation that's what i thought i thought it was gonna be her and kilo that one mm. kilo was close kilo was second i know but um but you you had to you had to clutch it you had to clutch it <laughs> thanks to this guy Ooh, yeah on my screen it's gonna be right yeah yeah, well, he's right below. <laughs> Wait, am I below everybody on everyone's screen? But I'm, like, in my top left corner, so I'm, like, who is below tree? Like, what? Yeah, for me, it was just tree pointing to, like, my keyboard. All mobile. Stay with mine, yeah. So shout out. That way. Shout out that Spider-Man <laughs> meme. Yeah, if you point that way. Perfect. All right, so this is this is kind of a personal question. This goes. Uh, this is very deep. I really need honest answers for this one. If you could be a celebrity for a day, who would it be? And this is in reference to if you guys have been watching the Michael Jordan documentary. It's like everyone wants to be like Mike, but he's like he. What he says is that it's actually kind of tough to be oh, Mike. Oh yeah. So uh, I want to know what celebrity would you guys choose to be for a day? Justin Timberlake. JT. He can do just about anything. You know, that or maybe I'd want to be like Roy McElroy just because, like, really being in golf. So if I could be able to go play around like Roy McElroy, because Tiger's a little too famous. You can't go anywhere as your Tiger. I would love Tiger. I love Tiger. I don't want to take anything away. Tiger, goat. But I, I don't know. Rory's just a little bit less famous, I guess. It'd be fun to do that for a day. It'd be him. He's really cool. But yeah, JT. Okay. JT, that's a good answer. I would 
I think I'd want to be Steve Colbert. Okay. Just seems like a cool guy. I want to walk him out in his shoes. It's <laughs> a good answer. See, now, neither of you gave the answer I was looking for. I was expecting one of you to say Kim Jong-un so that we could finally host the MTV Cribs from North Korea. How many times have you ever gone through your house as if you were going to be on Cribs? Like, like twice. You've only ever, like, mentally to yourself been like, you know, this is my pet. Like, you never... I did that. I, I did that in like my room, but like I have a video of it and I sent it in a group chat as a joke. So like six people just had this embarrassing video of like 14 year old me just like, yo, dog, this is my pad. This is my crib. You see my loft bed up there. But guess what? I got the full size bed below. So if I'm tired, I don't got to climb that ladder. This used to be a crib for me and my brother. <laughs> I think we just found the next follow-up video to Kevin's Callahan video. <laughs> the MTV Cribs. I'm just saying there's definitely been times where, like, I'm unpacking or I'm cleaning or I'm doing whatever, and I just will, like, after I'm done, be like, all right, like, got my got my whatever here. This is what's up. And, I got, and I'm just, like, pointing out of the room. I got everything organized. <laughs> Clean up your room. You're like, what's up, guys? This is my drawer for T-shirts. <laughs> you guys ever been this on – you guys ever heard of Room Raiders, the old MTV show? No. no. Oh, none of you guys. Oh, I just dated <laughs> that one. If not, you guys got to watch. You got to YouTube it and see if there's an old episode. Okay. They have people like go into your rooms and they would pick a date, like who they want to go along based with what they found in your room. Mm -hmm. and they used to be using like black lights and rubber gloves. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Like, it's an MTV show. They like, try to make it all weird. See, that's when you just take everything out of your room and then just say like all these new like dating shows that are out. MTV used to go through like a whole phases before they had roommates. They had Next. They had X Effect. They had Date My Mom. They had like the show about like oh parental control. Like they did all that. Like this is like the second wave. MTV's like new second wave of dating shows. Like Are You the One and X on the Beach and all that stuff. This is all second wave. But I do love all these shows, though. Yeah. I feel really young when you said that. I have no idea what any of those were. <laughs> you guys, okay, well, now they're in, they're recorded forever. Mike's like, what's Never get any listeners that are above the age of 20, that are above the age of 27. Maybe they'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, all I know now is TikTok. That's all I know. No, I'm kidding, I don't. <laughs> All right. Um, one thing I did want to mention is we always have our guests. I know Tree knows this, but Jeff will uh, clue you in on this. We always let our guests decide uh, the title of the episode by the end of the episode. So if you like, I don't know, you can make the title whatever you want to be. It could be something we talked about. Uh, you and Tree could like combine a title. It could be Kevin Christine Callahan 2020. It could be whatever you choose to be. So uh, that was just that was just uh, something I wanted to throw in there before. Like, how do you tell us this? Like at least three kisses away. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I knew you were going to tell us that. I've thought about telling Jeff beforehand. I probably should have. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're, you're fine. <laughs> it could be, it could be, uh, it could be anything we talked about. It could be like Rip Bateman's. That was something we talked about. It could be, it could be Eli's the best wingman to ever get hit by a car. It's no, just going to be a shout out and then a bunch of things. <laughs> shout out and a little. 
You could be like, longer shout than out from Mesa. Shout out economy. Shout out jobs. <laughs> shout out Steve Jobs. Shout out Apple. <laughs> Tim Apple, baby. Shout out Kim Jong-un being alive. Psych. <laughs> I want to go for like a late night theme. We could. Mm-hmm. Late night with uh, Towson Pandemonium, like Jimmy Fallon or something like that. Late night with Stephen Colbert and Rory McIlroy. <laughs> yes. It was his birthday recently, so mm, shout out Rory. Okay. Okay. Good options. Good options. All right. Eli, you got you wanna ask any questions? I thought you I know you had like a list going or something. Yeah. Uh I closed the word doc because I'm an <laughs> idiot. But you're fine. I don't know. Just uh, you know, what what would you ask for of your team whenever this quarantine is over and we eventually go back to school? Um what what is one thing that you would like to change about the team? for the better just like as an overall whether it's an attitude thing whether it's a commitment thing or whatever it is what is one thing that you would like to change about the team going into next year i would like it yeah i would like a much stronger alumni presence that means more alumni games more alumni based events maybe not only for the alumni obviously but things that like get the current team like to like like Mike not knowing White Hat's face. Like that's a problem. You know what I mean? Like we should have a lot more alumni having more games, alumni at tournaments. I don't know. That I mean as an alumni, alumnus, whatever, that's just something that I have always wanted to do. Like it like I went for a year or two without being on the team, without being like really having any kind of way of like staying involved or anything like I'm truth be told I'm probably not going to come back and go to like college parties you know so like it would be nice to have like some games some scrimmages have an alumni like team at a tournament stuff like that yeah I might go to a bar or two with you guys I might go out to the or you yeah. know maybe who knows yeah, there's always snowball also yes it's true. so it's true um, yeah, honestly, Jeff, low-key, great one. Great one. But um, I'm, mine's, I'm going to flip it back to you guys. The one thing that I would like to change um, or probably just kind of fix is, do you guys remember the five Ps of pandemonium that I talked about, like, way back when? Dodge, yeah, dip, dip, dive, and dodge. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. It's just backfired on me. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's, uh if, if you can dodge a wrench, you can catch a frisbee. That was one. That was one. I do remember that. No, it's 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 it's, it's patience. Is practice one of them? No, but no. Okay. Practice, 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 practice. Patience is definitely one. That was the first of the five that I wrote down. Ooh. Yeah, all I remember is patience, and then I'm pretty sure I zoned out laughing at Josh. Was, it, was one of them persistence? <laughs> yep. Persistence one? Mm-hmm. It's slowly coming back to me. It's like, this is like... Passion? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> was one of them panda? No. no. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the P words that relate to us at this point. Um, okay. 
You want me to tell you? Yes. Yeah. All right. We have a, well, good Variety job. You got one, so that's good. Like Family Feud style, you guys did pretty well. Good answers, Steve. Uh, good answers. Good job, guys. Purpose okay. and preparation. Okay. So, like, each of those things plays a factor into what we do and whether that's showing up to practice on time, doing things outside of practice, focusing at practice, you know, every aspect of those, like those five P's covers that. And it's like, you don't have to just like, you don't necessarily do all of them, but if you focus on one of them, like just doing one of them at a time, then they all kind of can help kind of go together. Like if you focus on being prepared for practice, like you're going to go to practice with a purpose and you're going to have passion while doing it. And there's going to be times where you might not do well at practice, but you're going to persevere through those times. You know what I mean? And that's going to take patience to get through all of those times, yeah. you know? And if you have patience with your process, then you're going to be like, you know, they all kind of play together and it all starts with like just picking one. So we talk about all these different things at practice. And if you just pick one, like we even wrote it on a board at one point, you know, write your thing on a board. So if we just get back to like focusing on just one of those P's, you know, there's two, three practices a month. You should have them in two weeks, you know, one of practice and then use the last one to kind of bring it all together. So if we can get back to that and just like really focusing on just getting each step correctly so that we, we don't have to go back. Yeah. I Oh, yeah, and, that, and, so that, and that just kind of stopped that kind of like as most of the things stems from the top down so that comes from jeff and i having the same p's when practice whenever we get to come back to actual physical practice you know and that way so when you guys are doing these little mini drills and jeff and i start harping on some little things you guys you know we gotta we gotta still harp on those things until you guys start to get them correct i think that is one thing that we weren't super consistent with was our mentality and mindset coming into practices as a team, as a whole. Um, like we were very up and down, you know, we had a lot of really, really good practices. We're like, everyone, damn dude, I, I drove, drove 30 minutes one way to be here. And everyone's just like, like playing finger butts, like, come on guys, like, let's go, you know? I and, know you and, guys see each other all day, but you know, this is like a point in our day, you know, we, we ask you for, you know, potentially maximum sometimes like last year and probably in most of the spring would have been like four hours a week. Like that's a drop in the bucket to you guys as week together. Like, come on. Yeah. 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 But it's understandable, you know? And yeah, they, I used to have, a, yeah, we used to have a yeah. great time at practice, but that's part, like we yeah. want to have a great time at practice too. Otherwise yeah. Jeff and I wouldn't be here. The paycheck's not that big. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even get one at Logan. <laughs> no, at Logan, we're taking care of it. At Logan, too. Shout out, Logan. Yeah, that Dan, this is that Dan for that last one. But, uh, He's yeah. good. Don't, don't be. <laughs> no, Logan takes care of you guys. Um, no, I agree. I agree. We're not dragging anyone. Like, you guys tried to drag Oak Creek a few weeks ago, either. Oh, Shout out, Oak oh, Creek. They do a great oh. job. We don't drag. We don't drag. We're not, we're not RuPaul. We don't drag. We, uh... <laughs> we play we play with people and we love everyone who ever comes on or is mentioned it's, that is uh, that is the only fact 
We love you're looking, you're looking for a good sponsor. That's a solid sponsor I'll bring, right there. I'll bring Clay and Ham on here one week and we'll go at and we'll we'll, we'll squash the beef. <laughs> <laughs> the gang squashes their beef. There's no beef. That's what <laughs> Clay loves the team. Yeah. What is ham? I still talk, I still communicate with those guys. Oh I play I play golf with Clay regularly. Yeah. I talk to him. It's pretty tight. Yeah. They're really, they're really nice too when you're like at. Go like, red, let's go red. Clay will know what I'm talking about. There. I hope he listens. I hope he even knows this podcast exists. He knows I'm being on it. I told him I was on it. Oh, okay, awesome. So we have another viewer this week. No, maybe. And <laughs> <laughs> then, that doesn't mean he's gonna listen. <laughs> he knows. Episode ten, sponsored by Oak Creek. <laughs> if anything, Ham's already a listener. Ooh. Ham. Wait, like, really? You. Maybe. I think I remember summer league. I think Ham yelled at me. <laughs> probably if you were messing up. I, yeah, I think you I probably like, deserved it. I moved a second before uh, I think the play was tapped in. I thought it was, and I was like, "Oh, geez." Was this Monday night or Wednesday night? Wednesday night. Oh, you were playing against Limelight, bro. You don't. Yeah, it was Limelight. Yeah. It was a fun game. It was fun. Yikes! It was fun. <laughs> good game. Uh, you know, I, was a, I heard you were on a pretty good Wednesday night team. Yeah, no, it's I it was uh, something called like no scrubs or something. Yeah, I heard, I heard Jeff and Kara are coming over to play limelight though. Whenever Wednesday night comes back, you have to take that up with Emily and Danny. I don't know if they'll let you guys. We uh, we talk. Emily and Danny, but I don't think it's up to them. <laughs> We're coming back to limelight, baby. <laughs> Getting that get title. The, get the band back together. You guys are excited. <laughs> Before you even know it, we get Kevin Versteeg on those scrubs, and you guys. Uh... Well, we Kevin's coming back because Kevin's all about championships, and that's what we do. We're like the Bulls in the '90s. <laughs> we took two years off. We had some things happen. We had two yeah. years off. We went through. Kevin, straight. we're about to run it back. I was about to say the Bulls in the '90s. It's like the retired Jordan Bulls. <laughs> well, I was, you know, one year Kevin and I had to miss the semifinal against uh, Wank the Farm because we had. Uh, club practice. Jeff's like the Robert Bory of Summer League. He's just he's kind of low-key switch keys to make the finals. He, just, he's a really he was on the Rockets. Just kind of, <laughs> like the Kenny Smith. Yes, okay. So, or whoever. The, there was one guy that was like, who was the guy recently that was traded a bunch of times but always and made it to the finals? Was it Boogie Cousins? No. Oh, no. Uh, Anderson Varish now? Trying to think, what? I don't know, but there was a guy recently, but like that's like Jeff. Right there, so. Yeah. Anyway, he's the Quinn. He's the Quinn Cook. I think that might be it. <laughs> Jeff is Quinn Cook. Take but it. Anyway, that's it. Quinn so, Cook at, at Towson Ultimate and play Jeff one on one. Yeah, I remember when you guys said you could beat the. Do you guys really still think you could oh, beat the seventy six? No, Mike thinks we can beat the seventy sixers. Come on, it's it's like, what? Have you seen our Have you seen our dump reset drill? <laughs> I have. <laughs> I taught it. Well, I tried to teach it. <laughs> like it's just it's just fifty minutes of Jeff <laughs> with my group going. You should really open up your hips more when you're pivoting. <laughs> But is he wrong? <laughs> He's not. <laughs> but it's like, how are we supposed to pivot around Ben Simmons? I know the dude doesn't shoot threes, but like against the zone, all he's got to do is throw short passes. 
Uh, nah, dude, I'm telling you, I have 100% faith in our team that we could easily, like, I'm not even saying win again. I said we can easily beat an NBA team in Ultimate. No chance. There's no chance. Jeff, how tall are you? It's not about height, though. It is about height. Partially, if you're five ten and you got a foot vertical, <laughs> so we talked about a seven foot five man is just gonna still. Just... But you guys, so like, you're in the step before that, who's gonna throw that to them? Anybody? It's just an elevator pass. Do you realize how long that step out is gonna be if one of them <laughs> figures out how to throw a foot? Like just because they're all coordinated, if one of them figures out how to throw a flick or yeah. two of them, you're toast. And anyway, they step out so far, they can throw the floatiest thing. Joel Embiid could be like six feet away from the disc and still be able to like take two steps and reach out and grab it two feet above your head. Yep. Like <laughs> he can, he could probably misread like it three by a mile. Like there's no way that like it's a fifty-fifty is now like a twenty-eighty. The wrong way for you. <laughs> I guess we'll have to uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to test this theory out. I guess. Also, like, if we played against, like, the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler might, like, bite one of our ears off. <laughs> My boy Tyler Hero would catch a million goals on you. Yeah. Guys. yeah. Tyler Hero definitely plays Frisbee. I'd be worried. All that dude does is get buckets in just whatever. He, he's a bucket. That's true. That's, true. That's what Towson needs. We need buckets. I wanted him to win Rookie of the Year, but he's not going to win another job. Ty, I want Tyler Hero. My guy. I've been watching him since. Uh, well, Tyler Hero, if you ever want to use your – uh college eligibility you got a spot on thousand men's ultimate yeah it's just five years consecutive so yeah you know if you gotta take two years off like jordan did then <laughs> we'll take him when he retires or whatever we'll take him yeah, yeah. <laughs> see i just want to i just want des bryant and uh oh yeah name? martavius bryant martavius yeah. bryant like yeah. a yard we'll have the bryant bros out there just, just give me all the wash wide receivers from the NFL. Deshaun Jackson, like if you want to go ahead. Ooh, he's still thriving. I don't know if he's washed. The problem is Deshaun Jackson's social media presence is crazy. He's gonna know that he was mentioned on this, and he's gonna really come for your neck. <laughs> Dude, if Deshaun Jackson comes for our neck, it will be the most views that any podcast has ever gotten. So please, Deshaun Die Jackson. Legend. Deshaun when, Jackson. When, when you come to roast me. Please send a jersey to my brother. He's a big fan of you when you were playing for the Redskins. Oh man, yeah. What was that, man? He played for the Redskins, but he was like Eagles, and he like I feel the like Eagles didn't want to pay him, and then we paid him, and then we didn't want to pay him, and then they paid him, and so it's like, yeah. yeah. It's called money, Mike. It's a business. Some our podcast doesn't know about yet. <laughs> I thought X one day X did pay me. I know about money. You don't know. <laughs> Dude right, gave me five dollars. <laughs> Eli, do you have uh, any any more things you want to ask? I want to ask, what time's your bedtime? Did we are we too late past your bedtime? Who me? For no, I guess. From no jobs to two jobs to three jobs to two jobs, it's been a been a whirlwind. Yeah, seems like it. All right. Well, um, do you guys have a title for the episode? Have you thought of a title yet? Anything you want to? To, to savor this energy of the podcast, any title that really gets your eyes. Shout out, Lapra Mesa. 
Shout out, Kevin. Like, just shout out. And then... It's just like a list, like an ampersand. Like, <laughs> shout out wild card. <laughs> yep. Star. But I don't, that or I was listening to I was out, I was listening to a song I was driving home from work and it's that song I love it it's called God Your Mama and Me and it was like God Your Mama and Tree so what's up <laughs> so does that make Jeff God or your mama God is bo- he's both it. he's because yes, re- if you guys don't remember like you guys you always, like people always tell me about the practices when I'm not there and Jeff is like rule he's like Emperor Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> when he be cracking the whip, like, dark side comes out. Dark side. I'm supposed to be the bad cop. I'm, but turns out I'm the good cop. I guess I'm good cop. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, and I guess Jeff is low key bad cop, which is crazy. Absolute power like absolutely corrupts. <laughs> no one to check him. Nope. True. <laughs> I, I feel like it must be a coincidence. I feel like whenever Jeff's there, is the only coach there. Kevin just knows not to be there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I don't think I've ever seen Kevin and Jeff practice at the same time. They're the same dude. <laughs> well, it's probably because Kevin knows half the time my practices are just conditioning anyway, and Kevin does his own conditioning. So why does he need to be there? Yeah, yeah, that's true. He parks and then notices it's just you, and he just pulls out. <laughs> He sits in his car and waits for 20 minutes. It's like he just looks and see if my car's going to show up and if it doesn't show up. <laughs> it's like a stakeout. <laughs> Dang. They were right, binoculars. So what I have is I have shout out La Promesa. I have uh, wild card. What else? Are we shouting out anything else? We're not going to uh, shout wild out wild card. card. That's a mixed team. That's a different mixed team other than Fleet. No, wild shout card. Shout out wild card. Though. They can get I'll a shout out. wild but... card like an asterisk. Oh, like I thought you meant like wild card. Okay. Look what Eli said. Uh, this is going to be the most confusing title, I think, so far. <laughs> All right. Anything else you guys want to shout out? I mean, <laughs> shout out Crowns. Shout out Cookout. Shout out Broco. Shout out gas out, stations. Shout in out Flatter Cup, Team Red. Shout out White Hat. Shout out White Hat. Shout out Papa Chris, my boy Papa Chris. Shout out Bad Men. Shout out Fleet. RIP Little Region, baby. RIP Pop Smoke. RIP Batemans. RIP Batemans. Batemans. RIP La Promesa. Pizza and a 30. Shout out, Pizons. Shout out the wall, little dickies. <laughs> That's it. That's it. RIP, little dickies wall. Shout out the wall at little dickies. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I know you got some stories on that wall. I don't want to talk about it. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like PTSD. Oh my! Um, I don't if even you know don't have the stories on the no. wall. Did you go to Towson at all? <laughs> if you've right. never been on the wall, have you both been on the wall? No, not yet. What the? I don't. F- I don't turn well, to Lil Dicky's closed down for a bit, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. the hiatus. It's definitely back. It's back. Yeah, it's yeah. back. Yeah, they can't kill Lil Dicky's. Not yet. Place, if God knows, if it could have been dead, if that thing's a cat, like I don't know how many. My lives, baby. 
so many people. <laughs> probably, it's, it, it can't be a cat. It would have used all nine already. It can't be a cat. <laughs> just poor. It's like Wolverine. Even if you cut off a limb, it just grows it back. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like the thing from Hercules. You ever see the movie Hercules? Where oh, the Hydra? Off the head, it comes you back. Cut off the head, it comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Little Dickens is just like a billion heads. <laughs> Walls everywhere. All right. Well, I I think that's I think that about wraps up the podcast. I don't think we can get better than the wall at Little Dickies. So uh, you can't. You can't. That's the whole point. Is yeah. all roads lead to Dickies at the end. Of <laughs> York and York. <laughs> and you end up at Little Dickies, and you end up at the hot dog cart. Or shout out, real thing. Shout out real thing. Ooh, now that is some great shout out real night munchies food. <laughs> Under the influence of drinking. Shout out Wall at Dickies. Shout out real thing. Best shout combo. Out also curb. Shout out curb. Oh, um, I got you. I was ready. Once you said real thing, I was like, I'm putting curb. I know he's gonna hate yeah, that. Man. My All guys right. at Curb are awesome. All right, so longest title ever. <laughs> yeah, every single one of these words should have been in the title. Yeah, I want to ask for spelling after this, but uh, before we, before that, I want to thank you guys for being on the podcast and taking time out of your busy schedules to uh, come on. Um, do you guys have any shout outs? Oh, yeah. Besides the shout outs for the title, do you guys want to uh, plug anything? Anything you want to mention? Are you going to yell at everyone to keep conditioning before the season starts? <laughs> uh, shout out Kara. She's my favorite, along with, you know, how she's everybody else's favorite. Shout out my moms. Shout out Fleet. And that's it. Amen. Yeah, shout out. Well, shout out. I'm not going to not shout out Kara. Yeah, shout out Fleet. Shout out my mom. Happy Mother's Day. Shout out Broco. They're upstairs chilling. Everybody. Um, yeah. All right. Shout out. Insert your name here in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. I want to thank Eli, too, for being my amazing co-host and finishing his essay a little late, but it, it counted. Uh, <laughs> What's a due date on a Saturday? Due, due by midnight, baby. No, it was an extension. Not oh. Be, oh, for everybody. Okay, we won't get into that. Um, so thank you guys for being on the podcast. It was super fun. Tree, thank you for wearing the crown with me, so I'm not alone wearing crowns. Well, let me put my hat on real quick so I can show you what I was going to wear. Switch it up. Yeah. Colorado hat, classic practice hat right there. Shout out love. Got this at my boys' bachelor party a year ago. They're married, happily married. Shout out love. Oh. Uh, so shout out love. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. Always oh, wait, Mike, did we do a book? Did we do a book? This week, it is The Golden Compass, the first book in one of the books that we already highlighted. Uh, and then also shout out at Food Connie Store. All right. <laughs> All right. Shout out, Raven. Can I do a, a book request? Yeah. For some time in the future at some other You guys book. actually should read Kite Runner if you didn't read Kite Runner. Oh, I already have. No, I started it. I started it as soon as I pulled it off the shelf. <laughs> like, after that podcast was over, I started reading it. Love it. Jeff? Gotta read it. Huh? What were you going to say? You had a book shout out. Oh, the book? Oh. Oh, I was just going to suggest uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, that's a classic. Try my numbers 42, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Well, I guess that's how we're going to end it. <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, so thank you guys. Stick with Golden Compass. <laughs> it's fine. Um, it's fine. Okay. All right. We'll go. Okay. Uh, thank you guys. I hope you have a good night and thank you to everyone listening. You're welcome. Let's do it again. We will. Peace. Whoa, 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 whoa. Get out the way.